Hey, hey, sisters, welcome back to another episode here on the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. Today, I am back with a special guest interview with Kiva Reyes. She is going to be sharing an incredible testimony about her life, but it's straight from scripture. Like she lived this in her own real life. She's going to share a testimony about how God brought her to this business that she has today and what it's like to just live a life in the presence of the Lord and allowing him to guide your steps. So tune in to be encouraged. Let's do this jingle and we will jump in. Are you overwhelmed by your never ending to-do list? Are you tired of your schedule running you? Do you struggle to find balance or harmony between mom life and everything else that you have on your heart and on your plate? If you're here, you're likely a busy mama wearing multiple hats, the most important of which being child of God and mom simultaneously. You desire to live more intentionally, striving to be a good steward of all the gifts that God has given you, and you want more productively peaceful days. Welcome to the Intentional Mom Life with Jesus podcast. I'm your host, Sasha Star Robertson, Jesus freak, mom blessed by adoption, wife, wonderluster, and your intentional living and biblical mindset coach. On this podcast, you will find abundant motherhood solutions that will set you free from the chaos, overwhelm, that never-ending to-do list, and help you create a schedule that actually works for you and your family. My mission is to help busy mamas just like you establish faithful foundations, live from purposeful priorities, and master your motherhood mindset. If you're here, you're ready to say yes to intentional, productive, and peaceful days in Jesus. So grab your cold brew and your planner or strap those kiddos into the car seat and let's jump into today's episode. Today, I have another special guest on the podcast. Her name is Kiva Reyes, and she is a sold out for Jesus, loving single mom of three beautiful kids. She is an online business owner that works to help mom entrepreneurs to develop their business through digital marketing strategies, such as email marketing and content repurposing. As a child of God, she is dedicated to help motivate and inspire others to let the light of God shine through and attract others to him. Kiva, thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Anything more you would like to add to that introduction? Thank you for having me here. Actually, no, I think that's wonderful. Oh, I should add, actually, I am from Trinidad and Tobago, so the Caribbean is in the house today. (laughs) Awesome. We live, I think, on opposite ends of the world, so... Mm -hmm. Um, I think it's already warming up quite a bit there. Whereas here it's definitely, um, it's only 27 Fahrenheit here. I think you guys go off Celsius, right? Yes. We're on Celsius. So today's a pretty cool day. It's not that warm. I was checking to see if I had a temperature here, but actually I don't. (laughs) Okay. Well, I know Kiva really wanted to come on the podcast today uh, to share her testimony. God has been walking her through some stuff and she has a really powerful testimony to share of just God's um, faithfulness and steadfast love and, and hearing our prayers and answering us. And so Kiva, take it away and tell us about how good our God is. 
Sure, thank you. So I wanted to come today to talk about a personal experience I had where my prayer was answered, I could say almost instantaneously. So uh, about a couple of years ago, I found a lump in my breast. This is the start. Of it. So of course, you know, I was frightened and all that. So I went to the doctor, we did the whole procedure, biopsy came back, you know, it was fine. They said, leave it alone. It's non-cancerous. And I thank God for that. And last year, I went to do a full checkup. So I had to do a pap smear. The pap smear results came back that they found something, something that's not supposed to be there. So we had to do more testing. When I went to the doctor, she told me, she said, okay, when I go in, depending on what I see, I'll want to remove it because it's precancerous cells. She says, there's no if, ands, or buts about it. It is precancerous. I just want to see the extent of it and then I'll diagnose from there. So I made up my mind. I said, okay, come with me. It's God's will. I will deal with it. When she went in, there was a lot. Um, and it was in the beginning of my civics. So she asked me for permission to do the surgery to remove it. I was not prepared for surgery, but I still said yes, because I believe as God, God was setting up everything along the way so that I could reach this point. So I let her do it. I came home to recover. The recovery period is six weeks. After the third week, I started hemorrhaging very heavily. And of course, they told you when you start hemorrhaging, you need to go to the hospital because I was hemorrhaging for hours and it was really, really bad. When I went to the hospital, I had two things I requested of God along the way. I don't want to be warded. And please, God, I don't want to do another COVID test because I already had two prior in within the span of two weeks. And we know COVID tests are uncomfortable. So went in got the preliminary check, had to wait a while. Now I was still bleeding all this time. So much that when I went to the bathroom, my entire underwear was soaked in blood. So I had to go change and try to clean up as necessary. Got to the hospital at eight o'clock. At 10 o'clock, I'm still there waiting. And while waiting, I'm looking at all these ill people in the hospital, you know, because our healthcare system is not the best here. So a lot of people in the hospital, people in pain, people crying. And, you know, the spirit just moved me at that point and said, pray. So I started praying for these people. I said, God, there's a reason you have me here this long. Started praying for them. And after that, the story of the woman with the flow of blood came to mind. So I took out my phone and I started reading the scripture again because I felt the need to internalize it. And after that, I went and I researched more about it. Came across a story where they talk about her faith in God and the symbolism of a woman with God and things like that. So I read the story and I felt the spirit saying to me, now pray. And I started praying for myself. And I said, God, if you could do this for this woman, you could more than do it for me. This is my situation. I am a young mom, a single mom. I am not ready to leave my kids. You may be ready, Lord Father, but I'm begging you. I am not ready. I need to spend more time with them. I need to nurture them. We have things we need to do together. So I am praying this prayer tonight, Lord. I am touching the hem of your garment. I am visualizing myself touching your hem. And I'm asking for your healing, Lord Father. I know you could do it for me, Lord. And at that point, I felt like I was being touched. You see, I recite any story now in my pause reason. <laughs> so I felt it at that point. So I prayed. I, I was singing in my mind. I started singing a little loudly in the hospital. And then I said, you know what? I'm not going to check it again. I'm just going to sit here and wait until they call me. So I sat and wait at 1 a.m. They called me in to see the doctor. 
So before going to see the doctor, she told me to go and check and see if I need to change and anything like that. When I went to the bathroom, there was absolutely nothing on the napkin I was wearing. And the last change, I changed that napkin was right before I said that prayer. So I knew it was at that moment that God healed my body. I went back in and I told her. So she said, okay, because of the situation, I don't know what I should do here. She said, if I go to check, I might disrupt whatever, stop the bleeding and it could start back. She said, I could ward you, but I don't know if it makes sense. So I told her, I said, I just want to go home. She said, okay, let me check your vitals, which she did. And she said, everything is good. She asked me to do a few tests. You know, they have to make sure you could stand up and not faint in anything like that. Everything was good. She said, okay, I'm not going to give you a COVID test, which was my second prayer. She said, that was the first thing I was supposed to do when you entered my room, but somehow I didn't. So I'm not going to ward you. I'm not going to give you a COVID test. I'm going to send you home to rest. But if anything happens, you need to come back to the hospital. That was three weeks ago. Bleeding stopped after that, and I have been fine ever since. And I know God was there with me in that hospital room that night. So that is my story, and I felt the need that I have to share that to tell women especially, our faith in God is what moves God, and he can do anything. We just have to believe him for it. Amen to that. I, while you were just sharing that, I pulled up the story because I feel like I had heard it before, right? But Mm -hmm. It's not one that I had like fresh on my mind. And so mm-hmm. um, if you don't mind, I'd love to take a moment to just read this sure. um, from Luke to the listeners, because it's just, it's crazy to me, but like crazy in the good way of, right. Just like this awesomeness of God and being in mm-hmm. awe of him on how he works. So it's from Luke chapter eight and it's verses 43 through 48. And it says, And there's a woman who had had a discharge of blood for 12 years and other uh, translations does say a hemorrhage of blood for 12 years. And though she had spent all her living on physicians, she could not be healed by anyone. She came up behind him and touched the fringe of his garment. And immediately her discharge of blood had ceased. And Jesus said, who was it that touched me? When all denied it, Peter said, master, the crowds surround you and are pressing in on you. But Jesus said, someone touched me for I perceive that power has gone out from me. And then the woman saw that she was not hidden. She came trembling and falling down before him declared in the presence of all the people, why she had touched him and how she had been immediately healed. And he said to her daughter, your faith has made you well go in peace. And Amen. so I just love that beautiful picture of, well, my watch is trying to tell <laughs> me what the scripture was. <laughs> um, it's just such a beautiful picture of like this parallel to what happened with you and in, in the same mm-hmm. thing, like the hemorrhage, the, the ceasing of it immediately when Mm -hmm. you had prayed, I love that he brought this scripture to mind and you even, you even like referenced and prayed it back to him, which is so powerful. Like, Lord, I am just touching like the fringe of your garment right now. Mm -hmm. And, and then your, your testimony wrap up at the end is that your faith has made you well. And, and just like you're saying, like, it's our faith that causes him to move. And I, I so believe this. And, and I think it's through clear throughout scripture 
that this is what God says is that even with a mustard seed of faith, you know, we can, Mm -hmm. we can make the mountains move in that. um, The cool thing about it too, though, is I think that he is the one who gives us our faith, right? There's the one man who prays, you know, Lord, I believe, but help me in my unbelief, you know, anywhere where, where we're not believing to call on him to help us in that. And I do believe that he is, he is faithful to even honor that and help us through that. Yes, he is. He is so amazing. I am, I have so many testimonies about the goodness of God in my life, but that one really touched me because it was just, it's like everything after the other and your thoughts were just coming, pray this, you know, read this, pray for the people here. And I'm just looking around because I was so frightened. I didn't tell my family because I didn't want them to know at that point what I was going through. And they couldn't understand because my daughters were here. My partner was not here. I had to call him and ask him to take me to the hospital. And I know he was frightened as well. So, you know, I have to keep calm and compose. It's going to be okay, you know. And then that, I told you, I just felt touched at that point. And I knew God was there. No one can tell me different. Yeah, exactly. And when you, when you feel the presence of him moving in your life like that, it is truly undeniable. And then, then it becomes our like role and responsibility to go out and tell the world, like, this is what just happened to me. Like God is still the worker of miracles. He is still Mm -hmm. very real and ever present in our lives. And I do think it's definitely something to hold in delicate balance. Like he is faithful and he, he definitely works for the good of those who love him. But I think it's important to point out that, um, what I hear there, are, there are three things. Let me see if I can actually look this up. Cause I texted it to myself a while ago mm-hmm. because, I, I do believe in the power of prayer and I do believe in the power of faith. And I definitely don't ever want to discourage anyone from leaning into that. But I also do know that, you know, after for myself struggling with infertility for over a decade now, you know, sometimes the prayers aren't immediately answered. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's not a yes right away. And so I do just want to encourage people too, that there are multiple answers that we can hear from prayer. And I, I think it's Chuck Swindle or Swindell is the one who had originally said this. I heard somebody else quoting it before, but God either says yes, no, or grow. And I feel like that's a huge part of my testimony in this, like infertility struggle for years is that, um, for, for a while, God said, grow. And, and I didn't hear him saying grow. What I heard through that time was him saying no, or almost <laughs> like, do you even hear me? God, yes. um, you know, just that crying out, but looking back, I can so clearly see that the answer to my prayers was grow because I had so much hurt and trauma and, um, and just coping mechanisms and just icky characteristics and ways of relating with the world that, that I needed his spirit to come in and heal and grow and weed out the ickiness to be able to come become who I am today. That is, you know, a mother serving from a far different place than before. So I do want to give that testimony. Yes. hundred percent. Like he is a God who hears our prayers. And I think there's so much more powerful when we pray scripture back to him, Yes, when we're like, you have given us this example in your word, like, Lord, I pray this over myself and my life and my circumstances and what I'm in and just how beautiful that he has 
replicated this story for us in your testimony, like right now, this year in 2021 yes. and, um, 2022, and it's so beautiful <laughs> 2022. Oh my gosh. You're right. Yes. <laughs> I'm stuck in the past <laughs> 2022. Yeah. So how, like what's come up for you since then? Like, has this testimony been relevant in your life since then? Has this changed your worldview or how you're approaching different circumstances or like, um, how has it shifted your, your thoughts and perspective? It has been a big shift because I am an independent mom, being a single mom, you know, I'm Mm. accustomed to doing everything myself. I take care of my kids, my home, my partner to some extent. And during this time, you know, it's more bed rest, don't lift up anything heavy, don't do this. And it was really hard for me to depend on others to do for me when I am Nidua. So God has taught me how to grow in this period, how to rely a little bit more on my family, how to trust them, because it's always that they're not doing it the way I want it done. So he taught me to trust them in this time and to lean on them because we weren't made for self. We're not one. We are single, yes, but we're not one person. We're collective. So I think he's using this time to teach me these things as well as to have me quiet and actually listen to what he has been telling me for so long. And because of the busyness, you know, we can't hear because we're caught up in the daily struggle of life and work and everything. So this time has been really awesome. I have grown, I have learned, and I feel so much closer to God during this period. Yeah, I love that. I can imagine too. So here's something that you had mentioned that I really want to dig into is, is being a single mom because I'm a mom to (laughs) one currently but I am married and I have a very supportive husband and I'm honestly like, there have been so many times throughout my motherhood journey that I'm like single moms. Like what if I didn't have a husband? Like how, how would I do this? And so my heart and, and everything goes out to single moms. Like you are the true heroes in our society and in our world. Um, because you really do, you juggle all the things. Um, and, and a lot of times there's not that help or it's Mm -hmm. a lot more difficult to find that help. And so I know you even have a little bit of a testimony about being a single mom and how you struggled to create the life that you wanted for your family and how that kind of like morphed into like the way that you serve other women and mom entrepreneurs. Now, would you like to tell us about that story? Sure. Well, being a single mom, I worked corporate for a period of time, but I was missing out on my kids. They were growing. I was missing the activities. You know, when I got home, we have traffic, a lot of traffic here sometimes. So when I got home, I'm tired. I'm not up to doing homework. I just want to take a rest. And my kids were like, mommy, you're always tired. Mommy, we're not spending enough time with you. And I realized that it's so crucial because I'm not going to have any more kids. So I need to spend this time with them. So an opportunity came where I could have left my job. Now I had a really good paying job. So yeah, it was really great. But the opportunity came and I wanted to take it. But of course, you know, fear held me back for a while. What if I leave this job and I can't pay my bills? But if I can't take care of my family, what will I do? So I prayed for a while and God told me leave. Of course, at first I was in denial. I was like, no, I just tell myself that because I want to leave. Eventually I took a, a leap of faith and I left. I started different businesses until I found my true calling, which again, he led me to after prayer, prayer and fast. And it's to help other moms 
to start in business and to serve moms who are already in business. So it's twofold. I haven't figured out the first part yet. So for now, what I really do, I do like consultations with moms who express an interest to start business. So I will tell them my experience, what to expect, things like this. And for moms who already own businesses, I serve them through email marketing, through content repurposing. Um, I was a VA before, so I still do some administrative work. But besides that, we really build beyond working relationships. We build friendships. So my clients are free to WhatsApp me. Sometimes they're going through problems because they too are mostly single moms. They WhatsApp. We have a conversation. We pray together. So I, I know this is God's leading for what he wants for my life. I love that. Um, I love that you're talking about building friendships and relationships more than just business relationships. And I think, I think the whole, well, I don't, I shouldn't say the whole world, definitely not the whole world, but a lot of <laughs> like faith led women entrepreneurs are, are finding this. I know I have too. like a lot of my clients are really good friends of mine, whether they were prior to, or they have become in the process because in, in the work that I do is just, we do life together. Like I get to be part of some of their most intimate thoughts and feelings. And it's, it's an honor, but, um, it's, it's together, like a lifting up, you know, both of us. Um, I also love that you had talked about, like, he led you to your true calling through prayer and fasting. And I think that's huge. Like that's, I think a lot of people say that they struggle to hear from him, Um, and, and I think that's a very important process and, and way to go about hearing from him is, you know, first we have to be in scripture. We have to be in prayer and intimate Mm -hmm. relationship from with him. And we Mm -hmm. have to be willing to stop and, and listen. And I think fasting is an amazing tool for that or amazing process whatever you would refer to it as, because it does help us to get quiet a little bit more to focus on some of our more, um, vital needs and allow him to, to come in and supply. And so, um, scripture is, is clear on, on that as well. And then I love too, that you brought in your own, your own personal life, because I do think that that's a huge part of it is like, who are we and what have we walked through? And I think that's also a really great indicator of how God will, will call us to, to serve. And so I love that you're talking about a lot of your clients do end up being single entrepreneurs similar to yourself. And so it ends up being this beautiful, like reciprocal relationship, fellowship kind of friendship, even though you're serving them in their business needs. You had mentioned two parts to your business and and then kind of elaborated on the second one. And you said, you're still figuring out the first part. What? Yes. Well, the first one I feel is really to inspire moms to get into business. So okay. for now, the only thing I could really do, uh, I don't know what's the qualification or what I need for that. So what I do is if someone comes to me and says, you know, I really want to start my own business, but I don't know what to do. I have kids. So I could just walk them through my experience, how I started, what I went through, possibly what they can do, you know, things of this nature. So I'm trying to focus a little more on that. I think I'll probably come in blog posts, but yeah, I I know it's there. I just don't know how to bridge that gap yet. Yeah. 
I think, I think you hit the nail on the head for the most part is, is sharing your testimony, just like you did here and, and allowing them to see that even you as a single mom are able to do this. But I think more importantly is the why behind it, right? It's because mm-hmm. you struggled to create the life that you wanted for your family. And you heard your kids like, mom, you're always tired and mom, you're never here. And mom, you know, all these things. And you're like, that is not the kind of mom I want to be. I'm tired of missing time with my kids and, and missing time in them growing up and feeling guilty about it. And, um, and I think that is the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship is that, we are able to create the kind of life that we want. I think it is in in that inspiring them. It is twofold. I think your business goes very well together because you're saying, Hey, look, this is what I've been through. This is my why and my reason behind it. And if you relate with that, why in that reason, like if you want to create the life of your dreams, this is a very good way to go about it. And then helping encourage them in that hearing their true calling from God, um, is something that I really love helping, uh, helping women do and partnering with them and fleshing out all of their lived circumstances and all of their, uh, making sure they're praying about it, making sure that they are hearing from the Lord, making sure they're taking it to scripture, making sure it, it pulls in, you know, their spiritual gifts and all these other aspects of how God created them uniquely. But like you're saying to serve, the collective and the capacity of all of us together, like working for the kingdom. And so I think you're doing fabulous with it. I think this is a great way to do it. And and you hit the nail on the head with, um, sharing your testimony and how you got to where you are is very inspiring to other people, other single mom entrepreneurs are considering to be mom entrepreneurs. Oh, thank you so much. And yes, I think you are so inspiring because I just love how you're not afraid to quote scriptures. You're not afraid to talk about God. You know, so many people, yes, we are Christians, but we don't know how to have God in our business hmm. and how to expose God to people who will be reading and people who will be looking on. You know, we want to, but we're afraid. So I just admire that with you. You have that spirit of boldness. Hey, this is me accept me as I am. (laughs) Yes. Well, thank you for that. I used to not always be, I used to have, um, a business. I would almost say somewhat similar to yours, but also very different. I, I did all the things in terms of like, um, business consulting where, um, I would help pinpoint the problems and inefficiencies in other people's businesses, but then I would serve them in the capacity of like done for you services. Right. Um, but I was terrified to even like share scripture on my business page or anything like that. And I ended up after a couple of years of struggle, like pure struggle in business, um, shut it down and went back to work full-time for the state government. But it was, I I do think it was a season and that's how it was meant to be. And God walked me through like a whole nother season of learning and doing for me to get to where I am today and being able to, to boldly like stand on his truth and proclaim it. It's just, it's, it's part of my life and it's a part of who I am. And so if, if you don't love Jesus, I can help you get there maybe (laughs) by encouraging and pushing you and planting seeds, it is definitely definitely up to you, but, um, I'm all about drawing people deeper into, you know, not just saying, Oh, I'm a Christian or I believe, but actually going deeper into that relationship with him and really living a life that is seeking his kingdom and his righteousness first. So I see that in you though. I love, I love this whole process that you've gone through of, of discovering your true calling in him and sharing your testimony 
And I know that we've connected through a, a mutual coaching program that we're yes. in, um, which is all women faith-led entrepreneurs. And um, it's a really cool space to be in, to see all it these is. women on fire for, for the Lord, but also in the marketplace. It's very, very cool. Yes. It's very inspiring as well. Yeah. So if people wanted to like reach out to you, can you tell us a little bit more? Like, I know you were talking about email marketing services and other like VA type stuff. What kind of, um, in what capacity do you serve them and where could they find you? Okay. So I do administrative services. Yes. I was a VA before, but it's more, it's not just the simple, um, bookings and things of that nature. We go more into administrative and we look, like you said before, with your business, we look for gaps and we look for systems. So we put those in place. And besides that, I do the email marketing and content repurposing. I love email marketing because I believe that we have a message to tell and your email is the most personal way of doing it. You could be yourself, you could be natural. And yes, you can do that on social media, but I think in your emails, you can go even deeper there. So this is how I help moms develop. And like I said, besides that, we have a relationship. So we talk about other aspects of their business as well as other aspects of their lives. So it's a comfortable space for us to work together. Awesome. And so I know you have mom, momtrepreneursandme.com. I will include mm-hmm. that in the show notes. And Great. then um, where can people find you if they want to follow you on social or connect with you? I'm on Instagram, uh, mainly Facebook. It's at momtrepreneur key. I like momtrepreneur because of the entrepreneur in it, <laughs> but as you say, I'm as mompreneur. Okay. Well, very, very cool. One, um, maybe two more questions before we go sure. of, of everything that we've talked about in terms of business and, and finding your true calling in the Lord and, and your testimony that so closely matches the woman, um, from Luke eight, what are some key takeaways that you would give these women listening to this podcast this week, or what is the Holy spirit putting on your heart to, to share? I believe that we don't think enough of ourselves, not in that we should think too much of ourselves, but sometimes we don't believe that we can do certain things. And God is there telling us, call on him, get to know him, draw near to him. We can do anything through God. So we shouldn't limit ourselves. We shouldn't let the enemy come into mind to tell us that we're not capable or we're not good enough because we are. We go through things for a reason and we learn from it. So I believe don't limit yourself. And most of all, don't limit our God because he is a huge, huge God. And he has been showing me that day by day. I love that. And I super agree. I think so many times we do get all up in our own heads and emotions and everything and, and limit him. Mm-hmm. And we he do. is not limited. He is outside of, of everything, basically. Yes, you can't imagine. <laughs> yeah. So one last question before we jump off is mm-hmm. what does intentional abundance mean to you? Oh, I just love those two words. When I think of intentional abundance, I think of God's overpowering and overpowering and outpouring into us into so much you know anything is within our grasp if we ask and it's according to his will and intentionally in that lord i really want this and he says yes you can have it and it means so much to me so i just love those two words it's hope (laughs) yes yeah i hear you completely 
Well, thank you so much, Kiva, for being on the podcast, for sharing your very powerful and inspirational testimony with us. Thank you for, for sharing with us about your desire to help entrepreneurs, especially single entrepreneurs, to have businesses that, that can work for them. And thank you for being an inspiration to single moms, helping them to know and see that they still have within them the power and the capacity and within, within Christ, the power and capacity to build their lives that work for them and their families so they can be doing life with their families and not always apart. So I appreciate that. You've definitely touched my heart today and inspired me and given me a lot of faith today to move forward in this week and knowing just how great and good our God is and how powerful he is. So thank you. Wow. 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 Uh, I know I am incredibly inspired and motivated and just ready to move in the power of God after listening to that podcast episode. And so I just want to ask you ladies, are you ready to move in the power of God? Because we are hosting the She Rises Bible Consistency Challenge. There are almost a dozen ladies already on board to join us to come together in a community of women that are on fire for Jesus. What we're doing is weekly trainings, weekly group coaching calls. We're having accountability partners, prayer meetings, and so much more. This is going to be structured like a Bible study, but in an amazing community where we are going to get quiet. We're going to plug in and we're going to tap into a lot of the stuff that Kiva and I were talking about today in this podcast episode to live a life seeking God first, seeking first him and his kingdom and his righteousness so that we're able to lean into that Holy Spirit movement, that Holy Spirit power to go out and make disciples and so much more. So if you're ready to join us, DM me today to get in on this early bird special. This early bird special is only available the rest of today and tomorrow, 10, 21, 2022. That early bird price goes away, but it's still only $47 to join after that. So super, super affordable. We're committing to five weeks, the month of November, but this could go on. I'm, I'm suspecting it's going to go through Christmas where we are just going to take this season and lean into God, lean into relationship with him. And so sisters, you're invited. We start on 1031. We start the last day of this month. So DM me to jump inside. I'll have a landing page together soon, but it's not ready yet. So just DM me or email me if you want to jump into this incredible community of women on fire for Jesus.